This is the Hypothetically Sound Podcast. Hosted by Alec, Randy, and Xavier. Where we take a hypothetical look at the world around us. Exploring the what-ifs, maybes, and how-comes. Join in on the unfiltered, raw, and real conversation as we explore the world around us. War never changes. What is it good for? Cancer treatment. Where my Changes every once in a while. Yeah. Nuclear threat. My ass. Russia? What do all these things have in common? That's wrong! Okay. There are all all (laughs) scenarios which could lead to the zombie apocalypse according to many, many medias and movies. Wait, my ass? I mean, boy, you do got a dumpy. All right, come on. (laughs) Like, they be fighting. (laughs) Mm, You know what I'm saying? First thing the zombies eat. First. All right. First thing I'm gonna go for. <laughs> you better hope we ain't trapped together in an apocalypse. Anyways, uh, so boys, zombie apocalypse, something that's been around forever. Uh, I forgot who originally did it. Was it Hancock? No, it was not Hancock. George A. Romero, nineteen. Was it? It was Romero. I knew it. Okay. Anyways, uh, back with Romero. Uh, was the first time the concept ever was brought up, or at least p- brought to the big screen where people could see it, right? Mm-hmm. Day of the Dead. Uh, I don't know if any of you've seen it. It was really weird. It was a really weird movie because these motherfuckers just rise from the ground and started eating people or killing mm. them. Yeah. Mm. Zombie is part of a lot of religions. As we talked about the vampire thing, part of a lot of cultures. Zombies uh, are usually done with magic. Some media claims it's done through like experiments on the body. Rand also brought that up in the vampire one. Mm-hmm. Nuclear war, biological weapons, a lot of things mm-hmm. can cause zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. And everyone that I've known that have been boys, I don't, I don't think I've ever talked to a girl about it, has some idea of what would happen. During the zombie pop, right? Yeah. People die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have their own like little zombie plants, right? Yeah. I have a bunker. Is this what the episode's about? Are we gonna describe in detail our zombie plans? Yes, sir. We are gonna describe in detail our zombie plans. All right. And I want to start with Xavier. Oh, come on, dude. <laughs> well, I talk to Randy every like I live with Randy, so I know some of his plans, right? Right. Uh, I'm just going to make it up as I go right now. But I got you. I, I got a couple of questions to help lead your ideas, starting with where would you, where's the first place you're going to go? First place I'm going to go. Actually, hold on. I'm sorry. Let's go a little bit, like a little bit before that. You hear on the news or you start hearing word about it. Do you believe it right away? Hmm. I mean, it, 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 if if there was live verified footage that was live mm-hmm. of 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 a scenario of it happening, I would probably believe it. Yes, it would have to be like uh, uh fuck, what's the movie with Brad Pitt? Um, World War Z. World War Z, where uh, I would have like the footage would have to be the dude getting bit by someone. And then the camera stays on him and he falls down and he looks like he's dead. And then you see him like reanimate. Or if someone shoots him, like he gets shot in the chest like eight times. 
uh, a lot of blood and then he reanimates. It would have to be something like that because we do we've had zombie scares mm-hmm. countless times in the last like twelve years mm-hmm. where people are just high on a new drug or a synthetic drug bad and they took too much of bad sauce stuff like that. So yeah, it would have to be something where I literally see someone get bit, get bit, and like they reanimate for me to like fully believe it. Right. I think that's fair. I, I, I think I would agree. I would have to see some. I don't think I need that extreme of footage. Mm-hmm. But I, I would like, uh, let's say one of the scariest movies to me is like 28 Days Later, where the zombies are like super fast and super like rabid. Yeah, I, I see that shit. Yeah, yeah, I'd believe it R- real quick. Real quick. So now it goes to the part where you now know zombies are real. Where's the first place to go? Hmm. That one's a tough one. Because I feel like, you know, you want to have weapons, but like if it's not necessarily a big problem or a big problem in your area yet, I think the first place that I would go would just find some sort of building that I could kind of like take over that had all the necessary things for survival. A good location, safe building, right. and then just kind of go from there. See, that's that. That is a hard one. Um, I think locations everything, honestly. Because if it's not a full blown panic, it changes what's happening. Because I can't go like like as cool as it would be to like you scout. Like you probably can go scout buildings. Like if shit pops off, this is where I'm gonna go. Um, my first instinct would be a Target or Walmart that has a pharmacy and uh, grocery that you can try to like fortify and control. Uh, but if it's like we find out now in our current place and time, uh, my first place would go to go would be to some kind of scrapyard that has scrap metal and things to fortify the place I already live. Uh, so you go, we take our truck, we run to a scrapyard, get as much sheet metal and bars and whatever we could find and fortify the windows, fortify, like we're in a brick-ish house, so they're not going to break in. I'm not worried about them breaking in through the brick. Uh, but you fortify the windows, fortify the doors, um, and then it would be trying to scavenge. I, I did take medicine before food. Uh <clears throat> For trading and for just health reasons. Uh, but yeah, it would be medicine, then food and water. I agree. I think I would go get supplies to try to... Whist- well, that's the thing, right? Mass hysteria? If mm-hmm. You got you to gotta think. I mean, you, even with the last pandemic, with the, with the pandemic we just went through, you know what I'm saying? Like, mass hysteria ensued pretty quickly. And yeah, that's like, why there wasn't even any sort of like footage or anything like that. It was just word of like media and, and things like that. Like mm-hmm. if there was footage, uh, it, it would almost instantaneous hysteria mm-hmm. throughout yeah. everywhere. Yeah. So you, you wouldn't even be able to probably do that. I think like I would still uh, attempt to get something or some things, right? Because like. <clears throat> Worst comes to worst, you you don't get anything. Like there's no, you know, unless it was ha- like 
patient zero was in your city, right? There mm-hmm. is no negative that uh negative thing to happen to you if you go and try, right? Right. Like if it looks too dangerous because people started looting or something, or like you just couldn't get anything, yeah, just shit out of luck, elite, right? Uh, you go to Plan B, which is probably try and fortify wherever you're living. You know what I'm saying? Or find a building where you can fortify and gather your people. See, my issue with the panic and everything and going straight to a store to get supplies is you're more likely to die from someone else than a zombie right. in that scenario. Right. Because right. Hence why I said if it looks too dangerous, you just mm-hmm. leave. Like, like, I wouldn't even go to a store. If like it starts freaking out, people are freaking out, I'm not even going to a store. I'm looking in my area, in my house, on what I can fill up with water while water's still running. Mm-hmm. Uh, dictating what food we have, what supplies we have, getting everything situated in order. And mm-hmm. then, like I said, fortifying. Because people are going to try to break into people's house because they're going to realize the same thing that it is going to be next to impossible unless you have a group of people and artillery to go and steal or take stuff from a store because someone is going to fortify that store before you get there. Like probably the people who are working are going to do it, especially if it's like a Walmart or something that sells guns. They're not leaving. They're going to tell their family. Everybody's going to call and say, family, get here. We have guns. We have fortified. We're not going to let anybody in. That's what I would do. If I was like a manager at a Walmart, I'd be like, yo, call your family, tell them to get here. They have an hour. Everybody's got a gun. We're we're locking Mm -hmm. down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be, that would be the tough thing, right? It's mm-hmm. like, and that's why I was saying, like, me, the first thing, the first, first thing is like location is everything. Like, mm-hmm. you'd have to find a good spot that you can get to the things that you need that have, you know, things in nature, like good land, good water nearby that hopefully stays good. Um, things like that that you'd want to really, really, really look at first, I think, before anything. Making fortifications or adjustments on the go, all that stuff. Like, that's stuff that can always be done at any time because the world's going to forever be changing. People are going to be dying. Mm-hmm. Zombies are going to be roaming. You know, things are going to happen. Like, and I think our current, where we're currently at, or even if we were in like in Marshfield, a small town, Wisconsin, like where we're currently at, like, no one, we could see people coming for miles behind us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, our only worry would be the front. Uh, just because, like, there's a house to our right, house to our left, and a cul-de-sac. So it would be worrying about people coming that way, because they come behind us, we have windows and whatnot, and we can see for miles, like, there's a field behind us. So they come through the field, we're going to see their ass. Right, uh, right. But, like, living in the city is a oh, different fucking beast. Yeah, I would get out of the city. No, no, I, would, I would bounce, like, on <laughs> God, I would You're just the city. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... The thing about zombies, uh, just realistically, because they are just decaying humans for the most part, mm-hmm. unless they, like, we're just going to go with like general zombies and not like 28 day later zombies and shit like that. Where right? it's a rage virus and yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, in, in the Midwest, you just got to wait out till winter. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then it's, it's pretty much easy pickings to clear cities and towns and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the cold is, Worse for them than it is for us. You know then they slow down to the point uh, or freeze, you know. Uh, down here in the south, summer's our best friend because they just decay incredibly fast, right? 
uh, meaning chances are they're going to stop moving because parts and shit fall off more and more, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's, like, a big factor of it, too. Like, if we were in the Midwest, I think, like, we would have to prepare whenever it happens. Like, let's say it happened tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. I think in the Midwest, you'd have to prepare for six, seven months of, lockdown. you know, lockdown. Since, you know, I mean, it's still pretty fucking cold up there. But <laughs> it's going to get warmer before it gets colder again, mm-hmm. hopefully. Right. Uh, and we'll, and then down here, and like you, somewhere in the Midwest, still might be decent if it's a hot summer. If it's hitting 80, 90, you know, you're, yeah. you're in the same position as us. Like mm-hmm. we're just hitting 80, 90 a couple months before you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think like location matters r- like really, really, really big as well. Like if you're in New York, I feel like New York's the worst place to be. Uh, and it's the thing with zombie, zombie apocalypse where like, at least in the movie version of zombie or the classic sense of it, a zombie apocalypse that relies on zombie bites. I don't think would make it past a day nowadays. Uh, people would lock down and uh, military would take over and wipe it out. But if it's airborne or like you said, winter summer would wipe out a reanimated corpse that, is only thought is feeding, it, it would get wiped out pretty quickly. It wouldn't be able to uh, survive. But if it is an airborne virus like uh, The Walking Dead or a virus that everybody has uh, that when they die, they became a zombie, that's a different story because eventually, like, as long as humans exist, as zombies exist in that, in that theory, where if it is reliant on just zombie bites, zombies die out you know what i mean like mm-hmm. there's a, there's an end to zombies where the end to zombies in Walking i mean there's Dead a, is end of there's, existence there's an yeah. end, uh, there's an end if it's airborne as well because eventually someone will be born with like the antibodies to the immunity yeah you know, or the immunity to you know stop it and as long as society maintains a system that works which i'm sure honestly i think it would Mm-hmm. For the most part, uh, with occasional outbreak here and there, um, it they, I mean, we would get a cure eventually. We're just learning to live with it, much like everyone else. Yeah, like the system. Yeah, you just have like the Shaun system. of the Dead. <clears throat> but I think that, like, for the system to work, it would it, uh, it would have a lot more failures in this in it because of uh, words and stuff. Sorry, because of people who want to protect their loved ones. Like, let's say if you get to the point right. where death could be within the next week or something, the government takes you to a facility to make mm-hmm. make sure that you don't go on a rampage or anything and die. You know, when you die, uh, I'm sure there'll be people trying to protect their loved ones. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Or like I always had an idea that like. uh Nowadays, if a zombie apocalypse happened, it wouldn't be like what uh, you would see in like the 2000s, right? Like weapons and everything so much more available and people are just like more aware of like the potential situation, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, I always felt like there'd be idiots that maintain the zombie apocalypse because they think they're badass enough to like, you know, go in and kill one or two zombies by themselves and end up getting bit, and then they end up, you know, causing harm to their whole, like, group, you know what I'm saying? Right. 
Yeah, I think that, I don't know, I just think, I, I, we always make these what-ifs and shit like that, but I just think, like, mass hysteria is something enemy. that, yeah, the, something that we don't ever really think about. Like, there are some people who are going to absolutely go bonkers and just start laying into anything and everything. Like, you're going to have some of the craziest things happening. I agree. <clears throat> I mean... It's it's unfortunate, but I mean, you you look at you know what happened recently, even in society with riots and all the other stuff. How it's an opportunity for certain individuals to go even more wild and take it to the next step. Mm -hmm. So I think that it would be quite an interesting experience, and I think it would take. Probably no longer than 72 hours before things even settle, too. Because I think that shit would just go so crazy so fast that everyone would be exhausted after 72 hours. And how it's going to be will set in by then already. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, here, here's another you know question moving along. You're part of a group. You're leading it. What type of group do you have? Do you have like just a friendly group that like tries to, you know, build their community? Do you have a community that goes out and tries to pillage other communities or things like that? Or, like some raiders bullshit or like what kind of group do you think you would w run personally and how big would you want like your own squad to be? I would have I would have a reasonably big group, but I'd have a group focused on efficiency and self-reliance rather than trying to, you know, take materials that are already taken or anything like that. So you're um, trying to like rebuild society essentially. Not not, not even not even rebuild society. Or society. Just a small a small group of people that are able to survive by using, you know, means that are renewable versus Sounds like a cult. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Just some like-minded individuals. Yep, cooking zombies, eating zombies. You know how it is. Randy? No, I would uh I would lock down our, like try to convince everybody in our area to like lock down and we would accept people in and like assign jobs because I think a well-oiled society has a purpose. Uh and so people having jobs give them a purpose. Uh, especially in chaos, like you, you want everybody to feel like they're doing something. Um, right. and then like you accept people, uh, you attack, we wouldn't attack anybody, but we would defend and, uh, kind of like sounds dumb, but kind of like Rick Grimes, like you're out, you go scavenge, uh, you come across people, you, you expect people to be hostile. And, like, I, I think I, I love what I like about Rick Grimes is the question, like, how many zombies have you killed? Why? How many people have you killed? Why? And the answer to that dictate, like, you sit, talk with, like, if you have a board or whatever, you talk to them, what's an acceptable answer? If they say whatever amount of zombies they've killed and why, as long as it's not zero and the why is some dumb, like, you accept that answer. And then if how many people have you killed? That answer is open for interpretation if long as the answer is like self defense. But there's some like you know, like you have an answer for that as well. And if they answer wrong, you know, then you, you give them a warning and then you uh handle your business. 
But like my argument to that is right. Think about your your like your footprint, and what comes with a big footprint is big problems. No, true, yeah. And that's like where I would take the smaller group approach. And as long as you can, you know, set up something that's renewable, self-efficient, you survive some a way to survive forever in a quiet little area. You know, your chances of being found are so much more slim, especially especially if you, you know, spend your time learning covert tactics like killing zombies quietly, you know, surveying your land, you know, keeping eyes on everything. You're going to probably survive a lot longer, I think, than a big footprint. That's just my... Uh, True, but the downside to that is the reverse of mine. While my big footprint opens me up for uh, invasion and attacks, I also have the means to defend. Where you're, you're one while you're not easily accessible, all it takes is one singular mistake. Uh, someone seeing one of you guys going out on a run or doing something because they just happen mm. to stumble across. And then if they're an aggressive camp you're screwed because they're just going to run through you at that point. Until like, you booby trap the whole fucking <laughs> area around your house and people are losing legs from bear traps and yeah. hidden saw I blades. Think, uh, and I think I would do small group. Uh, and more of like a raider mentality or scavenger mentality, like kind of always moving. No, mm-hmm. no real home. Uh, everyone, you know, like Xavier said, trained and or as best as we can train, I guess, in like sca- uh, surveying land and scavenging and just finding useful shit, you know? Yeah. Uh, never really staying at a place too long due to bigger communities and stuff. And I don't want to be seen as hostile, but I also like if we have to are able to defend and or attack something for what we need. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. and like I, th- there's a lot of cons to that, in my opinion. Uh, I, and I know there's a lot of cons to it, but I, part of me, rather just be always moving and able to adjust, like on the fly, compared to like having a stationary base where if something happened and we have to leave, we're now fucked. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 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 So it's also, but it's like also with the you know. Having a base is always good, though, because, I mean, a, yeah, yeah. an area and land that you know is way better than one that you don't. Yeah, yeah that's, that's why I said that. Like, traps. I understand the cons. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I I get the cons and, like, the benefits of having a base. But I don't think there's a wrong answer, honestly. No, I don't really think there is, because we don't know what would really happen. Yeah, and, like, I think, like, every answer is valid. And like it just it's however you adapt to the new world, right? Mm. And there's a lot of people in the world, and we don't really think about the scale of mm-hmm. like, and we see it in movies, and we're like, oh yeah, you know, mass hysteria. It's like, but like the scale of that, like the world is huge, and you know, when you mm-hmm. get a lot of people, like some people would go crazy and try to get groups of massive people and go bandit uh, bandit raiding, and you know all that and then you got other groups that are doing the same thing and then you got bandit raiding group fights and then that's going to change things because that's going to be happening and then yeah those groups have even bigger groups and form even bigger groups and who knows yeah Yeah. not for you next thing you know you got the microsoft corporation bandit group that 
<laughs> controls the northeastern. We have laser turrets, and you move too far in the barren wasteland, and you get your dick shot off. You know what the worst part about it is? As you're sitting there bleeding to death because your dick's gone, yeah. you hear one of them go, and we started in a garage. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, man. I think... Yeah. uh I think it's a possibility for like, zombie-like things to happen yeah. at some point. More I so than most uh, most other things. I do yeah. not, however, think it would be as big as a threat as we are to ourselves, as you would say, mass hysteria. I honestly uh-huh. think it's something that gets shut down right away. And even if it doesn't, like I don't think it's going to spread like what people like showing the movies and stuff or be as effective again even with like 28 days later zombies where it's like rabies and shit uh they die after they, they should technically die after three days with no water right because they're still mm-hmm. human but like anywhere you go if they're not dressed properly and they like attacking in the winter they'll die quickly they're they'll get heat stroke in the summer from running all day like their bodies are still human you know if they're like undead zombies Nature is against them. They're probably super slow. Zombies technically shouldn't have the muscle power to bite. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like through clothes and shit like that. So like, they, there's a lot of ways around it. I'm not like it's not a threat that's like, in my opinion, ever like a scary thing. It's just, again more the people that take it too seriously. To it, yeah. yeah. Um. Which is all right. I mean, it's a bridge that we probably will never have to cross in our lifetime, hopefully. Right, so. right. COVID. COVID. Might turn into a zombie apocalypse instead. Already is. <laughs> all them people getting vaccines and stuff, you sheeple. What? I got the vaccine and I'm just fine. Whoa, whoa. Propaganda, dog. We don't do oh, that no. here. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, no. Oh, shit, man. What's that face for? Nothing. <laughs> Oh, he didn't. He didn't like my joke. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking snowflake. You know me, social <laughs> justice warrior. Yeah, dude, it's true. It's true. Anyways, that was it. That was good to like get your take on zombies. Uh, I don't think we've ever talked about it. No, nope. right, I've talked about it with Randy on our long drives, but I've never talked to you, Xavier, about it. So it was yeah. nice to get your opinion on it. Yeah. I mean, my ultimate goal for, like, ultimate, ultimate goal would be to learn as much, you know, wait for things to settle, learn as much information as possible, like, as possible about the current circumstance, like, how things are going to be, and then innovate from there. Mm-hmm. And that would, that would be, like, the number one. Because if you can find a source of food that's renewable, like, that you can continuously get, a source of water, and then you have nothing else to worry about but focusing on your defenses... I think that there is, you know, generations of time that could go on based off of those practices. Yeah. Find another group of well, you know, good, good, you know, good, good minded people combine, create a small little civilization thing, a couple of houses (laughs) taking up a small footprint, Mm -hmm. blending in as much as possible. I agree. I agree. I agree one hundred percent as well. And yeah, with that, that's the end of this this episode. 
Dig holes underneath the houses to eat. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you want to make a fucking boat at, at each house, just in case? No, underneath the houses to each house, you know what I'm saying? No, that one's too much work. He wants to cartel that's, tunnels. Hold on, pause. Yeah, you know what that's I'm saying? That's too yeah. much goddamn work. See, see, you're like, that, that shit, I'm part of your community, I'm leaving. We digging tunnels underneath the No, we is not. <laughs> no, we are not digging tunnels underneath that. Why the fuck would we dig tunnels underneath the house? What do you what, you know how much like shit you need to do that? You gotta support those tunnels. You gonna have yeah, people pieces dying. Of wood. Oh, no one's dying. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Dude, well, I hope we get a zombie. I hope we get a zombie apocalypse. Spoon? I okay. That's not real. That's not a real thing. That's not a it real happened. thing. It, it, prove it. You can't. You also it's can't happened. prove that it didn't happen. Yes, I can. I'll go to Wikipedia no, or something. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. What? We, yeah. Anyway. Thanks to all you guys listening to us, as always. We really Very do sure. appreciate it. And we always want to know how we can be better. Especially Alec. Yes, please. Thank you. Don't forget to vote <laughs> on whether I stay or leave. Shout out to all those people who... uh Want to be shouted out to? See, the shout out goes to you. No, you're you're literally you can't do that. You can't do that. This is why you don't do shout out. Like, right? You can't do that. Oh, shout out to what is wrong with you? End the episode. End it. He ruined it. Find us at Hypothetically Sound on any site that you choose: Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Podbean, Apple, all of it. You know the drill. Uh, until next time, when Alec grows up and uh, does the shout out, so Xavier doesn't have to do them. Dude, he just starts fucking what? talking. What's he just the drill? Starts... The drill is they go, they listen, they write the drill, and you don't do the fucking shout outs anymore. That's a goddamn drill. All right, <laughs> stop it. Just stop. Thanks for watching, guys. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Quit it. It's not your job. Thank you for listening to Hypothetically Sound. We hope you enjoyed the episode. All episodes can be found at hypotheticallysound.podbean.com, as well as on Apple, Spotify, and Pandora. For full unedited video versions of the podcast, please visit us at youtube.com slash hypotheticallysound.